Hey, Sabri. What should we do on today's podcast? The same thing we do every podcast, James. Try to save the world. It's Aubrey and James. It's Aubrey and James. One is a jock. The other plays games. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Two Fools Save the World. Coming at you in 2021. This is our second season, episode one of Two Fools. Welcome, everybody. It's Sabri. Happy New Year, buddy. How are you doing? Happy New Year. Happy New Year to Joseph. We're bringing in a guest. I don't even know if we could call him a guest anymore, but it's a new year. I'm back. I'm back. (laughs) Yes. I'm starting off the new year with a little two fools, and we're going to save the world big time today for sure. I mean, we have Uh, uh, Sabri, the co, we can call Joseph the uh, co-ho. So there you go. The co-ho. I like that. (laughs) But just know he's... My main hoe. He could be your co-ho. The Joe Coho. Thanks, guys. That, that makes me feel good. He's the Joe Coho from the No Ho. When he's down in the LA, you know no. Yeah, so but back to your question or statement. Yeah, I'm doing good. It is a new year and we're hoping for a, a significantly better year. You know, for me it's starting off pretty good, but we'll see where it goes. And uh what about you, Joe? Oh, man. You know, I'm still living in isolation out in Montana. I'm just, uh, you know, actually, it's been a really mild winter so far. I know I'm going to regret saying that because it'll probably jinx me, but we haven't had any snow. We've had 40, 50 degree weather. Um, It's been actually really, really nice. So, yeah, man, New Year's been great so far. Having lots of fun. Kids are going back to school up here, at least. I know it's different in other portions of the country but um but yeah no lots of yeah, fun that's, that's weird you bring up weather you know it's only rained once out here right james it's only rained once out here once maybe twice but only once when it was like a really really good like rain like where it like yeah. rained for like a few hours and whatnot yeah i'm surprised i thought it'd be raining a little bit more but it's know. it's been cold though I mean, granted, that's, you know, it's probably a bar- bar- it's bar- barbecue weather for Joe or whatnot. Joe, <laughs> yeah, Joe, go out with his boxers, be like, what are you talking about, man? It's barbecue weather. But Dude, our, cold, I, our cold is still shorts and sandals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate to break it to you guys, but I just, yeah, cold uh, for you guys is totally <laughs> different. Cold, cold for me is... Are we the line of demarcation for me living in Montana is are we above or below freezing? There's there's no in between. There's no hot or cold. Are we just above freezing or below freezing? So we've been above freezing. So it's it's a good day when we stay above freezing. Damn. Yeah. So it is a new year, guys. And typically for a new year, people make New Year's resolutions. Do you guys do that or? I already fucked mine up. What was yours? <laughs> no, I was kidding. <laughs> I I tried to eat a little bit He's better. Like, not to make a resolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. I made I made a resolution hey, James, to break my resolution. <laughs> then, James already messed up my New Year's resolution. He already messed it up. He, I, mine was to get through a two fools podcast with James and Sabri without anyone cursing, and James just threw that out the window. Oh, fuck that up in the first ten minutes. That's a horrible resolution. You know, James is good for at least three curse words. At least, man. I'm a 50-50. I might not curse, but... As we get into this one, I'm pretty sure it's going to be quite a few more curse words, too, going into it. But (laughs) then then again, I could always edit it and make your resolution come true. There you go. Oh, there you go. My resolution. I feel it coming to fruition. Nah, don't. That's too much work. Uh, (laughs) I'm not spending my 2021 doing your resolution. Uh. Mine, though, was to, I mean, got jokings aside and whatnot, I'm trying to eat a little bit better. I've actually got outside. I started working out some more, and I've ran almost every day of 2021, aside from maybe a couple of off days just to get rest. Uh, I lost about six or seven pounds, uh, not nice. trying to, like, lose a, a bunch of weight, though, but, like, doing it, trying to do it properly by eating correctly and getting the proper vegetables in and whatnot, following my macros 
and making sure I'm getting the right carbohydrates, right type of protein and everything like that. Drinking a lot of water is one thing I haven't been doing is drinking water. I mean, Dr. Pepper, there's probably some water in there somewhere. But for the most part, <laughs> that was my main source of hydration aside from maybe like a coffee in the morning and uh, maybe like a glass of water at night. I wasn't getting anywhere near like the eight cups as they normally say. Um, I used to be to a point where I used to drink almost a gallon a day. And I think I was maybe getting a couple of cups here. Uh, so started drinking more water. Definitely feel a little bit of a difference. Waistline's going down a little bit. Uh, morale boosting as well. Uh, running for me has always been therapy and working out as well. So being able to do that amidst a pandemic um, has definitely kind of like waste my spirits up a little bit. Your version of drinking more water is just watering down your Dr. Pepper. Pretty much, <laughs> a lot of it is like that too. And then, and then you don't like the taste. <laughs> you need to have more. Like, need yeah. to have more water. Just add more ice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know, that's, right? That's how like, two ice cubes turns to three. He goes, "There we go." Exactly. I'm, I'm actually doing similar things where, um, you know, health is a big issue for me this year. I want to um, eat healthier and then drop some weight or drop some more weight and just kind of be more active so i've started off the well i finished off the year but strong but yeah starting it strong also so i'm doing like in-home workouts which i wasn't doing and and i don't know what you guys think being well james i don't know i could see james doing in-home workouts but me as like an athlete growing up i feel like in-home workouts are kind of girly but as i'm doing them eh, they're not that easy well, I, I guess it depends this. on what type of workouts are you doing. Like if you're doing yoga, then yeah, I'm gonna call you pussy. No, I'm asking, <laughs> but if you're doing, you know, <laughs> you know what? We laugh and and we would. No, call yoga will fuck you up, man. I, I my yeah, back yoga, was dude, like, I don't think dude, I could do any poses stop. in yoga except for the dude, downward I, dog. Or something. I I took one yoga class. I kid you not, my back was fucked for an entire week. I couldn't bend down. <laughs> couldn't like yeah and i was in like really bad pain thinking like oh, i'm just sore to go away in a couple of days now it's so, funny it, uh, it didn't heal get, till my that, next is that what the yoga instructor told you when he was behind you pretty much yeah exactly and i'm like hey why are your hands on my shoulders and i feel something else? <laughs> he's <laughs> but, like that's not my hands <laughs> yeah exactly i was trying to get sabri to to do stretches and things like that before he worked out and then he'd look over at me and then he'd just walk over to the bench press and just start benching that was his stretching <laughs> that sounds about right it's funny because it's true. Yeah. He would, like, Joe had a whole stretch. routine where he would start off doing jumping jacks and running, and I would just. Jumping, and they, I did not do jumping jacks. Get out of our, here. I'm not our, jumping. Or jump roping, and then he would start stretching, and he would look at me, and I'd just walk over and walk away to the weights. <laughs> he would create this whole routine. Like it would be squat day, and after we finished squats, I'd do a set of bench press. He, he would he would do bench press every day, and I'd be doing squats every day. That's Sorry. the difference between Sabri and I. All right, Sabri, it's leg day. It's like, all right, my legs and my biceps and my chest. Let's go. Yeah, it's leg day. All right, I'll be at the bench press. <laughs> but, yeah, not to get sidetracked. My other thing for 2021 is uh, I want to somehow, in any way or form, financially be better off this year. Like, this is the year. You know what I mean? Don't know what it's going to be. Could be in real estate, could be in stocks. It could be just having extra cash. But as long as something gains in one of those areas, I'll be okay. It's a good what goal to strive for. Yeah. You know, I had a I had a New Year's resolution that I was kind of kicking around. And then I just, the, the problem that I always run into is I, you never know what the New Year is going to hold. So I'm, I'm going to be really horrible and pathetic and just say i'm gonna try and get better again this year i'm gonna try and do something new do something better you know become better as a person learn something learn about something i didn't know about um there's just there's so many avenues i i think available to everyone to get better in in some little way shape or form over the course of a year um it's you know, you might you might set set out to you know do better with your finances and fail or lose weight and fail. But I would I'd tell people just if if you fall off the wagon or you you fail, get back on it, keep trying. Or 
you know, maybe it doesn't work out. Find something else you can get better at. So I, I'm kind of in that camp right now. I'm trying to decide what I'm going to get better at this year. I'm going to settle in on something. I just haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> so you're saying you have a concept of a resolution, but you don't actually have a resolution. I have, well, I mean, I, I don't know how many people are listening, but I mean, if I'm going to be totally honest, uh, this year's kind of a big birthday for me. So I'm hoping I don't have like a, a middle age crisis or something go down mentally where i just freak out so he's um, gonna have a you buy a ferrari exactly there you go so your big birthday huh you're turning the big 5-0 uh i i don't know about that you know honestly <laughs> if for those for those of you who are watching on the stream i honestly paused just now because i thought james was dusting his um oh no it's his cat camera but it was by. his cat yeah. walking by and his and the cat on his tail looked like it was dusting around <laughs> his microphone and his camera right now and it totally threw me off i was like is james really dusting right now in the middle of the podcast yeah he, he likes to clean the camera every now and then <laughs> hi kitty well good resolutions and we should start off New Year's, of course, and there's a walk by again. <laughs> uh, start off the new year with a little good news. A little good news. By two fools. And didn't really say what the this podcast was actually going to kind of be about. And really, it's going to be a lot about uh, what's happened in the first like couple of weeks of 2021. One major thing being the uh, the riots that happened at the uh, the Capitol. Um, one good kind of article that I found that happened in there was a police officer. Uh, I believe his name, but I don't know if I actually have his first name on here, but his last name, I believe, was Goodman. He was a veteran of the U.S. Army. Uh, he, while everything was going down and, like, rioters were kind of, like, raiding, uh, him alone... Uh, kind of looking around to seeing where certain people are in the actual, you know, chamber. Uh, he routed traffic of where the riders are actually coming up the stairs and kind of uh, made him go away from where a lot of the uh, Republicans and Democrats and everybody were kind of like, like hiding away and trying to like stay protected from the riots and whatnot. So he alone probably saved a lot of lives by directing them a different way instead of kind of like steering them straight into the place where they were hiding. So good, good job for that gentleman there. Yeah, it takes a a brave man to uh, to stir that crowd a different way. And weren't they holding the Confederate flag yeah, while the, they were yep. uh, coming he, he, towards him? He is a black man, and yeah, being chased by someone carrying a Confederate flag and whatnot. So yeah, I'm sure in his mind, it's I, it's was a scary, scary feeling. Yep. Well, good for him and. Uh, way to stay brave and strong in those moments that's when you're really tested right yeah my good news is hey we made it to 2021 <laughs> <laughs> so i uh i finished school sorry had to do Woo! <laughs> I, yeah 2021 I, I, yeah everyone's like no stay inside turn <laughs> the music off uh i finished school and I knew I did pretty good at school, but I received my diploma uh, last week. Ah. And, yeah, and on my um, on my diploma, uh, something un unexpected was there. And it's and as I'm reading it, I'm like, "Yeah, my name, cool, cool." And then it said "Summa Cum Laude," and I was like, "What?" What'd you call me? <laughs> yeah, right? Right? I'm, what? I'm not a sumo wrestler. But, yeah. You're like, I didn't but, do calling that. Him overweight. You're like, I didn't do yeah, that in how, school. <laughs> like, I only do that in how private. Did know, how did they know I? Uh, my major is hot dogs and pizza? What the? So, yeah, on my uh, on my diploma, it said uh, summa cum laude, which is um, the highest achievement I could have received for my class. So... That was an unexpected surprise. I had no clue I was up there. It just kind of made all that hard work and tears at times worth it. So, yeah, that's my good news. Um, when I saw that, I was pretty happy. And Congrats, Aubrey. 
Congrats thank on you, that. Thank you. So that's my good news of the week. Moral of the story, always copy off the smart person. All right, what's up, Jim? <laughs> hey, in, in the class, I was the smart person this time. There you go. <laughs> oh, man. No, that's awesome. That's hard to follow up, but I will find some way. So in my true typical fashion, I'm going to... He's like, that's, that's hard to follow up. So here we go. <laughs> so let me so let me just knock him down a peg or two. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um. The one, uh, the one piece of good news that I thought I'd bring to everyone's attention was something I thought that was kind of cool. So Paris did a like a revamp of they re-upgraded the 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 victory circle. So I'm, I'm I I don't want to butcher this thing by trying to say it in French, but uh, I'll I'll do my best here. The Champs Elysees Boulevard that has the iconic Victory Arch. Uh, what they what they did is it, it's supposed to have like a garden that that lines the streets and it leads up to it and it adds like just a lush and a green to it. It's it's pretty amazing to see some of the images on it um, and the pictures on it. I I'd really recommend people that are into travel and they like and they do travel uh go check that out online uh they they posted some recent pictures of it um i've i've been to paris before uh traveled through france uh uh not all french people hate us but most of them do if they're real like rural french but um yeah it 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 was pretty cool to see i just I thought it was beautiful and it was a cool thing to do to upgrade the city. That's cool. Very cool. Stop eating their French fries then. Freedom fries. I think all the chips. Call them Trump fries. I want some Trump freedom fries now. Let's go. Do you guys remember when uh, freedom fries was almost a thing? They're not, they're not chips though, right? They're not, they call, or they're not fries. They're called chips though over there, aren't they? No, that's Europe. Europe. Okay. Yeah, you're uh, you're thinking of um, England. England calls yeah, them England. chips. Yeah, I know they call crackers biscuits and whatnot too. Yeah, life. England. It, it's it's kind of funny. England has their own rendition of the English language, but so does Australia. But when you when you go on like a a travel tour, what they do is they put everyone that speaks quote unquote English together, and so you get you get English people, Australians, and Americans all typically thrown together in tour groups because supposedly we all speak English, but we all speak kind of different dialects of English. So it, it can make for interesting conversations at times. Pass the chips, mate. What what are these triangle orange things? <laughs> I just give them cheese it's here you go. <laughs> I, I I'll never forget. I, I, I tried to I tried to convince this Australian guy he had like the perfect voice and accent. I was like, please, please just say it one time for me. Say it one time for me. And he's all, okay, mate, I'll do it one time for you. Fosters. It tastes like piss. (laughs) Uh, That's better than telling him to put another shrimp on the barbie or anything like that. (laughs) Yeah. He, he would say that, but he didn't get it. But like he, he hated Foster's beer. So he would say, he would always say it tasted like piss. You ain't wrong, man. Have you had Foster's beer before? It ain't all that tasty. <laughs> well, obviously, Two Fools Saves the World is not going to be sponsored by Foster's after this segment. I mean, I love them Foster's beers. You know, if they're listening, we will gladly, I will gladly drink one during the podcast. Maybe, or one after the maybe podcast. we're still good for Foster's chicken. Uh, oh, dude, I'll. I'll yeah, Foster's chicken. Hell yeah! I'll throw down some Foster's chicken, man. That that stuff. You see that? We lost one and we gained another. Yeah. One door closes, another one opens. You're welcome, guys. Just bouncing around different Foster homes, I guess. Huh? <laughs> Foster's. If you want to donate some chicken nuggets or anything like that, we'll eat them on the show. Everyone eat Foster's chicken nuggets. There you go. Send that check payable to Two Fools at no. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just email us. <laughs> exactly. All right. All right. It's been a crazy week or a couple of weeks. We're only really 13 days into 2021. 
and I'm still getting used to saying 2021. I'm keep uh, thinking of saying 2020. Uh, so some shit's gone down. A lot of political stuff. Uh, there was, uh, as I kind of mentioned a little bit earlier, into some of the good news segment. But what's really not good news about it is that there was a riot at the Capitol. Uh, mostly conservatives and Trump supporters uh, kind of like raided the Capitol and kind of bull rushed to get in uh, and uh, broke a bunch of windows and barricades and whatnot just to uh, try to fight and to get basically Congress to do the right thing and essentially just kind of make Trump the winner of the election by taking out a lot of the from what they said, the fraud states and not counting the electoral votes to kind of give Trump the um, the win. I mean, what do you guys think about that or what was going to your guys' mind as all this stuff was kind of unfolding? Terrible. I, I mean, it's just the same thing I was thinking in the back of my head when all the riots went on during the spring and the summer. Like, there's this is the United States, you know, law and order should hold true. And I mean, we're not some third world country. And this is the type of stuff that um, countries like you know, Russia and China and people that are looking to knock us down a peg or two. Th this is the stuff, the the civil unrest within our, our borders that they 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 try to breed and, and hope is created so that we pretty much self-destruct. We can't have it. What do you think about the rally that happened right before everybody kind of marched down to the Capitol? I mean, it was in, in that rally speech, it was Trump. It was a, a rally that Trump holded. There was hundreds of thousands of people like Trump supporters there. Uh, he gave a speech. I think it was a little bit just maybe about 45 minutes to an hour, give or take. The transcripts were all online, though. But uh, some of the things that I quoted on this, well, one, he kind of uh, talked about big tech and how like the big tech has a the monopoly of uh, like kind of like free speech and they're blocking a lot of free speech and stuff, which I, that's another or other topic, which I totally disagree with. Big tech is not taking away free speech in my opinion. Uh, but there's some other things that he said uh, to quote Trump, uh, because you'll never take uh, back our country with weakness. You have to show strength. You have to be strong. We have to, uh, we have come to demand that Congress do the right thing and only count the electors who have been lawfully slated. Uh, you'll never take back the country with weakness. The man that Congress do the right thing, fight like hell. And that was uh, kind of, I don't know exactly when that was during the Trump uh, speech, during the rally though, but a lot of people took those particular words, literally, went down to the Capitol, forced their way in, breaking down shit and walls and stuff, and had a riot at the Capitol. You guys... Right, for me, go ahead. For me, it, it doesn't sound like he specifically told them to do it. Um, he's taking the blame and the responsibility for this one action or this one speech and, and he's being accounted for for their actions. I didn't hear anything particular in that speech that said, hey, go riot. Correct. He never once well, said to like, you know, break down the doors and do stuff though, but he did tell them to go down to the Capitol. But my he, issue... he didn't, he didn't tell people to go down to the Capitol. He acknowledged the fact that there was a, no, a he march. said we were walking down. He said, I'll be right there at the quote him. He said, now it's up to Congress to confront the, uh, erogious assault on Democrat on democracy. And after this, we're going to walk down and I'll be there with you. We're going to walk down. Any uh, anyone you want, but I think we'll be right here. We're going to walk down to the Capitol. We're going to cheer on the brave senators and congressmen and women, and we're probably not going to be cheering so much for some of them. To quote Trump during that rally. So uh, his speech didn't say to cause physical or any damage or harm. He he was saying to go down protest. My issue with Trump is everything he's done for the four years before this moment has basically led up to what happened in the Capitol. Whether he said it or not in this speech, he made other comments before this to a particular type of people to do specific things. Um, he's definitely has proven himself 
to be on a specific side of the fence, in my opinion. So when things like this happen, even though in his speech, I, I do not think he specifically told them to do that, but because his actions and his words before this, this is the type of stuff that happens. People did take it out of context. I mean, literally. Yeah, the, like, everyone, everyone's taking it out of context. I mean, but I, I mean, so here's here's the thing, though. Like, so James, you didn't even add on the portion here of his speech where he says, "quote unquote," I know that everyone here will soon be marching over to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make your voices heard. That end quote. That is in the speech. He acknowledges it. At no point does he does he say, hey, let's, you know, go storm the Capitol building and this, that, and the next thing. He he calls for peaceful protest, which is the same thing that, you know, all of our other elected officials called for throughout the spring and the summer. And it digressed into, you know, other nonsense. So I mean, well, I'm not saying he's uh, tried to purposely influence people to riot and things like that. No, I don't uh, think he tried to do that either at all. But the words and stuff that he used, people got influenced and by to basically take it by any means necessary to fight like hell and get in and make their voices heard by any means necessary, which they did. They tried to do the people's process. They realized, okay, that didn't work. And then it's okay. We need to make a bigger stand. So they decided to raid everything and go inside and bull rush the poor cops on top of the steps and whatnot and get their way access inside to the Capitol. Joe, do you think um, his actions and um, stuff he's done before during his four years of presidency had an effect on this outcome in the Capitol? Or do you think everything was fine up to this point? I'm curious. I think I think the biggest issue that we have right now is we have a two-party system that has become more divisive than unifying. So let me and and let me clarify this. And and there's no decorum, there's no civility or, or anything along those lines. That's that's what separates us as a nation and a country from being a third world, um, you know, country. Now, if, it, I mean, I have mixed feelings. I, I, I truly do, because here's, here's my issue. Trump gets voted into office, okay? And, and, and let's, let's rewind this a bit, four years, okay? He gets elected into office. What do the Democrats do? They, they discredit our electoral system and they say the only way this could have happened is through yep. Russian hacking, da, 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 da. And we need investigations. We need this, that, and the next thing. Um, we, we dealt with that for years on years. And so you polarized one side of, of, of your, um, of your country. Who, right. But I voted. don't, my question wasn't about Democrats. I want to, well, I well, want to. Well, no, yes, no, no. Yes, but, yes, but you're taking this way back. No, I no, just no. want, I just want your thoughts. You, you asked me about no. the last four years and what I thought. Yes, and yes, how yes, it built but, up. But I'm not asking you about the Democrats. I'm asking you about Trump's actions and what Trump has did. Do you think this has had an effect on um, what happened in the Capitol the other week? Do you think anything I, Trump did before this? had an effect on what happened because I acknowledge that that speech no way said go riot the go riot in the Capitol. But, but no, no, no. But this is my point. My point is stuff he's done before has kind of nudged people to be on the more violent side yeah. or to, I mean, he had a chance during the debate to kind of talk about white supremacy, which he didn't. He told everybody to stand by. <laughs> right. So, so, We've heard your point before on this podcast about how you feel about the Democrats and how they're going. And I'm not going to say you're right or wrong. I'm just curious about what you think about Trump's behavior during the four years and if you think that had an effect on what happened in the Capitol. Because oh, that speech, no one. Okay. Of course it did. But but what you but what you're not letting me specify and say is you you have to understand 
you you have one side that no, discredited totally us and they're and they're they're trying to supercharge and get everyone all riled up and and whatnot on that side and then what you have now is is you have a situation where it it pretty much i mean for you you can't say and tell me that everyone was able to to make peace with with having you know clean elections and whatnot when trump came into office and now trump is spinning the same thing that was done to him back on the democrats and and that's not fair either because i don't i don't like that trump is essentially discrediting the elections because we we have the fbi we have all kinds of uh, you know organizations that make sure that elections are clear and clean now um legally i do believe that he does have a leg to stand on as far as the states go because it's supposed it's written in the constitution that the state legislatures are the ones that dictate how how an election is managed and handled by the by the state and that's for each state the 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 problem that we're running into is instead of him using the correct legalese and legal words to say that to the american people and say look the, there were changes made in in the election rules by governors and and other officials that are not the state legislature that's a breach of the constitution and how we record our voting system and it needs to go through the proper legal um, you know battles and the courts to be vetted out to see if these votes should be counted or not and 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 that's that's what he needed to be saying he shouldn't have been saying oh this is a a, a stolen election you know they they did me wrong and and all this other nonsense because what that does is it it does kind of spread some false pretense as to the election being stolen or people's votes not mattering or being counted properly and and that's not that's not the case this is something that needs to go through the court system it needs to be properly vetted and managed in the courts it shouldn't be something that people should be grandstanding on the same way four years ago the democrats should not have been dogging our our voting system and saying oh it was hacked and this that and the next thing if if our voting system was hacked by the russians four years ago the the entire voting system would have been overhauled i promise you i mean it it took it took the the al gore bush uh debacle in florida back in 2000 to finally get their voting system for that state upgraded and brought up to reasonable standards where it would be precise and exact and function functional and we would never have to hear the word uh what was it paper shad ever again so yeah paper chad Chad, whatever it was so it's both sides doing it to one another and the bigger problem in all of this in my opinion is our news media outlets are choosing sides instead of choosing the truth. They should be seeking the truth out, not choosing sides and pushing the polarization for both groups. It, it makes no sense. We're, we are so much more similar and alike than what we are different. Everyone's different a little bit, but we are so much more similar than we are different. And and that's what unifies us and that's what brings us together. We all bleed red. The, the the big issue that I have here with just kind of how things have gone down, I, I, I think the American people, you, you're going to see in two years a huge backlash, and you're going to see a lot of Republicans voted back into the House and into the Senate. I, I think the Republicans are going to get a Senate majority again here in two years uh, when the next voting cycle comes up uh, for the Senate. And, and part of the reason why is because it, it's just not healthy for our government to have one party in total control and they're going to have control of the house the senate and the presidency so you know united states i i hope you're ready we we had this gosh i think it was what 20 years ago when clinton was in office and it it you, what happened was is there was a huge backlash and they voted the the house and the senate in favor of the republicans that was the uh, the newt gingrich era if I recall, when he was the Speaker of the House. So, um, you know, we both sides need one another. 
polarizing things is is just stupid and and i'm gonna say the same thing i said about you know uh the democrats about trump discrediting our voting system and saying that it's wrong and blah 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 it's it's not right you you shouldn't be discrediting our system um is there legal grounds to stand on for him sure great you can put that out there take it to the courts take it through the right channels but to discredit the entire process and say it's stolen it, it it makes people feel like their vote didn't count and now what you have is you have you know people feeling on the on the right that their votes didn't count the same way four years ago the left was telling them when they lost hey that you were stolen from your votes didn't count and, and that's not fair yeah i agree i agree with you as far as it's a little sense of hypocrisy coming from both sides of the uh the field and whatnot it is funny, kind of funny you brought up as far as like the hacking situation because it was one thing that I didn't quote it out during the one of the rally speech that he talked about, but he did blame big tech for hacking and stealing the election, which I'm like, really? Come on, bro. Going into big tech, there's some other things that happened. So during the riots and everything, Trump has been basically canceled. Welcome to cat cancel culture, Donald Trump. You, This is what it is because he's basically been canceled on every social media platform you can possibly think of all the way from uh, Twitter being one of the first ones the first major ones of going down all the way to uh, Snapchat. So you're not going to get any Snapchats of uh, Trump there <laughs> for, for a little while. Um, Which is ridiculous because the Ayatollah isn't even, <laughs> I mean, you, you have significant world figures that are bad people that are not even censured by those platforms and you have, and you're going to censure Trump. I mean, come on. I agree it was a good thing to ban him. You know, it's funny to me that um it once get the it ball back, got yeah. once the ball got rolling with one and then everyone followed suit and just and then banned him. It, it's just funny how that kind of went down. It's like, oh hey, uh Don't get me wrong though, the reason they banned Trump wasn't because of Trump. You know, they took away his ability to outreach the 75 million people that actually voted for him and part of the people that during like the riots or whatnot to not allow him to speak to his audience essentially for kind of getting out of context again that, you know, he wants them to gather up and have another attack because that's really what people were kind of seeing it as. Well, that's, that's banning Trump for Trump. Isn't, isn't that though kind of what was going on earlier? in the year last year spring summer with some of the riots in the different cities and whatnot though i mean you had you had people on the on the on the democrat side voicing opinions saying these are patriots and they're they're protesting it's their right and da 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 and and how is that not being seen the in the same light that that's what i'm trying to wrap my head around how can so, you how can you be okay with the with the democrats saying that when we got cities on fire and we have to we have to cage off capital buildings in other states but you know you have you have trump doing his rhetoric and oh. and he's calling for peaceful protest also and it's, but it's not, it's not turning, all of a it's not turning we need to censure Trump. He is calling out for that. Yes, we totally need to censure Trump. He is calling out for uh, essentially organization, even if, regardless if he's calling a peaceful protest or not. He is not dumb. He knows his audience. He knows what they're going to do. He knows the type of people, why he doesn't you know, condemn white supremacy or stuff like that, because he knows that's the audience that is cheering for him. And if he turns on them, you know, he doesn't really have a leg to stand on. So uh, the fact that he knew exactly i feel what he was doing he has tons of you know secret service intel and stuff like that telling him exactly what's going on you know you can't so, tell me by him posting stuff he doesn't think some shit's gonna stir up kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier it kind of makes me curious like there was no way i thought that speech was saying go riot but while this was happening what is the timeline where he was like hey we should stop we shouldn't do this hey blah 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 like that was that yep. was nowhere going on from trump during while this was going on am i correct correct biden so, himself made a speech calling biden, trump out essentially biden made a live speech and what happened was is when the rioting started 
they took Trump, they locked him down in a safe, secure area in a bunker, and then they actually had him record a message. And the message that he recorded was dispensed after he was recording a message at the same time uh, Biden was delivering a live message, but his recorded message was delivered or dispensed after Biden's was already live and going. Yeah, so it was about a couple I, that's of minutes. Not a fair, it, it's not really a fair assessment because if they're locking the president down for his safety. Um, Bro, I he has his phone on 24 so, 7. Yeah, I was going to say, freaking, dude, he tweets, tweets from the shitter, tweets man. The, he could let alone just put a tweet like, do bunker? not, yeah, do not go, like, get, get away from the Capitol building and obey law enforcement. There was no any type of social media post from him for hours. We're talking four, five, six hours. I got to assume he has better Wi Fi in his bunker than I do in my house. I got to assume I, it. I'm just telling you that's that's what was reported by the White House. That that's what oh, happened. That's why it didn't get out as no, that fast makes, as Biden. So that I mean, makes sense. Who, I'm not, uh, I can't defend you know who what lives I in the know. White House. By the way, <laughs> no, I just wanted to kind of bring up that point before we moved on to big tech. Is as much as I don't think Trump was the issue with his speech, he also didn't try to put out the fire either. No. So, and I, I agree I with James. I don't know if that's a fair assessment, though, man. Like, well, I, I don't just know because he records a. But you also a, don't a know if it's not a, he's not live. You don't I mean, know if it's not really? a fair an assessment. That dude gets out tweets. He has people tweet for him. I don't know. Like, he could get messages out, and none of that happened. Yeah. Well, none if, of us, none of us have ever been president of the United States and and gone through being secured and and locked down in a bunker before. So we don't know what that looks like. So to just presumptively say, oh, you know, he didn't mean we're not more qualified. He didn't. He he didn't. It just just saying that blanket statement. It, it's just it's not fair to the situation. If people reported, oh yeah, you know, he was kicking back looking at his 60 inch you know tv watching the the place burn down and he he did nothing i mean that'd be a whole other conversation well, sure i know when but, he was bunkered down initially when the black Lives matter movements were going on right in front of the capitol when he made everybody go away so he can take that selfie out there was a lot of tweets by donald trump during the amount of time that kind of like hour hour and a half during that time so I don't know. To, to say that, you know, just because he's in a bunker doesn't mean he has forms of way to actually be able to contact. And granted, he's at the White House. That's the Capitol down the street. There was nothing in the White House. He could easily send a tweet out or something. I, so I call bullshit on that. I well, I mean, we don't know. I've never been in the in a bunker or lockdown as the president. So I, I, well, I mean, no, none of us have. We can't really true. speak to that. We don't know. But I'm bringing up that as a question. It wasn't a, a blanket statement. It's more of a question, like, "Hey, he didn't do this. Why didn't he do this?" Like there was there was there was a big time frame there where he could have said something or done something, but he didn't. Where even yeah, action to do fair, it, even actions to fair. do against the riots or stuff, you know, when was the National Guard? Where was all the like the military and stuff like that to kind of prevent people that were actually inside the fucking Capitol on the floor, sitting on Nancy Pelosi's desk, like freaking still in the damn podium and walking around with it and taking fucking selfies with that shit. I mean, come on. I'm not, I'm not saying I know you're not the, I know you're not defending it, but I'm saying the fact that he or nothing was done for fucking three to four hours after they freaking stormed the damn place is frankly disgusting. I'm not I'm not even I'm not trying to say why or why he didn't send out a message. That's that's pretty much what the White House said happened. So I'm just I'm just going off of what the report was because that same that same question was asked by the media and that was what the White House dispensed. They they told the media, "Hey, look. He he was recording a message to tell people to stand down and and to just peacefully protest, not to, you know, destroy things and all that jazz." And it was a recorded message. It wasn't a live message. Have you guys so, actually watched that recorded message? Did you hear what it said? I have not. So, I just I'm so in, so in in that over the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, no, same here, man. In that message, though, uh, he stated for people to, you know, obey law enforcement. Um, I can't recall if he actually told anybody to go home or not. I believe he did say, you know, it's time time to go home. Um, but he also stated that uh, he loved them in that sense. And again, that's probably taken out of context, though. But people took that as saying that he loved the rioters. 
I mean, I'm sure he what he really meant to say was that he loves her people for actually fighting for his cause, and he's trying to do that. Not the people that are actually burning. Well, I don't think anyone was burned, but people who actually was breaking windows and like you know pushing doors down and stuff like that. Yeah, they that could be taken many ways, and exactly. You know, it's so me top- as a person, yeah, exactly. Me as a, as a Trump supporter, and like you know, seeing my commander in chief as I am trying to break my way into you know this the the capital. And seeing though he loves me, so you know I'm doing it for him. <laughs> I'm gonna be continue to doing it. I I see that as a motivational tweet video. Yeah, it, yeah. Right. Taking it that way. That what, makes, did that he did sense. he did he mean it that way? Oh, he meant everybody to go home and like you know thank you for maybe you know, standing up for you me. don't know. I, again, know he, he is it. a very smart man. So the fact that he's being as vague as possibly can, it can go either side of, you know, it could be where he is actually trying to influence them or he's actually saying, you know, not to do it. Um, yeah, he, he is a smart man. He knows his audience. I can see Trump two to four years from now just get caught up in some kind of conversation where he calls these people his puppets and he pulled the strings the whole time and <laughs> he can make and he can make them do whatever he wants and and he proved his point and I could see that happening and that and might maybe, be I mean it was shortly back after back. that video that went out and I believe no yeah it was that video then Twitter gave him a 24 hour or multiple things actually Twitter Facebook Instagram gave a 24 hour ban to Donald Trump which I think so here, is, okay. So here's my issue. This dude's the president of the United States. Oh, granted, they didn't do anything to the POTUS account, just Donald Trump's account. The president of the United States order account was still up and active. That didn't get banned. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It it's the president of the United States. Nothing. I don't know all the tweets. I didn't follow all the tweets. I didn't care, but. What I did read, nothing he said was that outlandish where I thought he should be banned. And even if it was or close or borderline, it's crazy that we're at the point where Twitter or Facebook or Google, they're unregulated, where they're allowed to ban someone um, and silence someone for their freedom of speech which is crazy to me. And I think people are not people, but we will look back to this as maybe the, the line that that got crossed or the first incident where, where they got bigger and stronger and more powerful. And I'm not looking at this incident as a Trump incident. I'm looking at this as a big tech issue that they need to be put in check and they need to be regulated or else this is going to get out of control because who made that decision to ban them? Some CEO? That dude's not a politician. That dude's not making amendments and laws. Um, Zuckerberg? That dude was a freaking nerd. I seen them on the damn movie. He, they didn't even represent him that well. God, he was an a-hole. Great movie. See, it's an a-hole for you. Yeah, I love that movie too. The fact that oh. you're saying that they're not politicians, though, it, it, it kind of you're i mean i hate to say this but you're wrong they're they're wrong these that they're they're not politicians no, i mean they're they not are. actual senators were they, Congress. Were they they're, not, they're not actually sitting in the chair but the money that they give donations yeah, people stuff to like put that, them yeah. in office they become essentially their puppet politician and they do what oh no I'm, is. I'm 100 I mean, i'm 100 percent aboard with that but they are not politicians. They were not elected. So my point is they someone needs to regulate and put these people in check. I with disagree. This, you disagree that they yeah, should not be put in check? The First Amendment doesn't have anything to do with social media. Boom, they silenced you right now. You can't talk. Which is fine. I mean, it's, uh, it's I have not a fine right. Because no, we can't even hear you. I have a right to say. Right now. Like, dude, you don't like, have you, a right. It's, it's, a, private, right it's a private they company. Just, it's a privilege, not a right to have a social media account. So freedom of speech does not follow any lines in social media. I mean, and uh, pr- there's no such thing really today as freedom of speech. Everything comes with a cost. 
like if you want to say this certain thing of like, you know, you hate gays or you hate lesbians or something like that, there's going to be a consequence for those actions, especially if you're freely, really telling that to everybody. You have your right to your opinion. It's not going to be a popular opinion. Very many people have lost their jobs over stuff like that. It's because they don't follow in lines during the what um, people's uh, kind of like mission statement or what they stand for. And because of that, sure. You, you get banned. You get uh, cancel culture, as they say, you know. So the fact that you say freedom of speech, is there they're ruling in freedom of speech? No. They're, we, we're so, privileged so in order we, to have an account so, on a social media type of thing. So You're, let's you're free to say anything me, you want to. Me and you are talking, and Joe is the controller of this podcast. And you, Joe asked you not to cuss. And you cuss in the first minute. Well, now it becomes the Sabri podcast because he just censored you the whole podcast and you're not allowed to talk. Sure. And then freedom of speech for me. Then I start my own podcast, which, by the way, I do have indecisive. (laughs) I have have my own podcast and just talk about that way. I'll give you another thing. By the way, Joseph could literally come. come, The indecisive podcast is on Joe's platform. Boom. He censors you on that. Then yeah. Oh, and I by choose, the way, I choose another other, kind of platform your, type of thing too. But yeah, that they're in their other, right your because other it's not. It is a privilege for me in order to do it yeah, yeah, versus me actually having a right to, to say start. it. No, you're wrong. No, I disagree. I'm not. There wrong is no freedom of speech into this to do it. About to start on um on the platform that Joe doesn't own. Look, you have to abide by his brother. Everybody has rules and regulations that you have to follow. If you decide not to follow those terms of services and those regulations, then yeah, you're not gonna be you're not gonna have the ability to be able to post on that certain platform. Everybody follows the same ways. We follow law enforcement. We have laws built. We have to follow these laws. If you don't follow these laws, you get consequences. There is consequences to everything. Me being to be able to say freedom of speech is literally just being able to walk out and say, hey, you're an asshole or hey, you're a fuck. Joe could literally come to my wife if I had one and say she's an ugly bitch. He has the right to say that. Consequences is me punch him in the face. Everybody has a consequence of some, of saying something. There's a consequence to those actions. You have freedom of speech whatsoever. And the fact to say, like, we didn't take away Trump's freedom of speech. He literally has a platform that he can use at any point within calling a, um, a news conference or whatnot to address the American public anytime he wants to and take over any news article. Like so, I, did what he say? Did what he say deserve him to be impeached again? That's a good open-ended question, and for that, I'd probably say no. I don't think he probably deserved like because his uh, the context that he put out, he didn't try to incite a riot, but because of his actions, a riot did come. So I think he does need to own up for his actions. Again, he's not a dumb man. He is smart. He knows where his audience is at. He probably didn't think it was going to get as bad as it, you know, started and as it happened, but he knew where this was going. So, so Nancy Pelosi isn't smart. Joe Biden's not smart. Kamala Harris isn't smart. Like I I just, it, it makes me laugh because we talk about how smart Donald Trump is in controlling things, but yet he is a manipulator. He is a total manipulator. He is smart at manipulating people. Okay, and you don't think there's manip- manipulation going on by Nancy Pelosi and Joe sure, Biden? Sure, but and the other how side? many times Both have we also see other people each other? Well, sure, there oh, yeah. are manipulators everywhere. But how many times, they're... like Trump, has used his platform, especially Twitter, to manipulate thousands upon millions of American citizens and American people to kind of get behind his bandwagon and to basically start what we had a riot last week at the Capitol. 100% both sides are manipulating. 100% Trump's past caught up to him. And he is getting impeached because of his past, not because what have he what he's done lately. But to go back um, two minutes ago, James, you're totally wrong. Censorship, so they need to be regulated. Big tech, like I get it, we're moving on. But the fact that they're unregulated, and what do you, you guys these, think of section of section two thirty? Yeah, but the CEOs and and what do you, what do you think are, about section two thirty? I don't even know if it, I don't even know what that is. But if Rojo, if you guys know about it, Section Two Thirty. Do I need to Google it? Well, everybody's talking about getting rid of Section Two Thirty. Uh, Section Two Thirty is essentially giving responsibility to the person who posts on a platform. Uh, they're responsible for their post. If you literally said you're going to murder the president of the United States and so happily the president of the United States gets murdered the next day, they're going to look at that, you know, tweet and be like, Hey, that person said it. He is going to be a 
you know, kind of person of interest get in the way of Section 230. Now, if you get a, rid of Section 230, then yes, that gives big tech the ability to basically censor anyone and everybody because they are liable now for the posts that are being put on their platform. Whereas Section 230 in place, it protects big tech from being liable, in this case with Donald Trump, uh, having allowed to have like a, a free open platform in order to kind of, uh, quote, you know, quote unquote, start a riot. If Section 230 was out of place, Twitter would be liable for those damages because they allowed Trump to be on a So platform. here's here's the point I was trying to get to that I didn't get to, and then we can move on. Mark Zuckerberg, um, the Twitter CEO, none of them are fans of Trump. None of them, right? Uh, Am I right? Say, I wouldn't say that. They did a lot of donations and stuff towards the campaign and things, and same for Biden. So are they, oh, hold on. If they're hold not fans, but if they're the, not... I can tell you who's not a fan. Facebook's not a fan. Facebook, Facebook... bans and blocks just about anything that's conservative or pro-Trump. It's ridiculous. Right. My point is, if the these people, let's say they're donating to Democrat side, or let's say they're whatever their interest lies in the opposite party. They can now, this could be the, the first step where they just, Oh, we don't want James to win this podcast. We we censor him. Oh, Sabri's the only one that could talk. Sabri wins the podcast or whatever. Same with Trump. They're like, we don't like where this is heading. We just censored Trump. This is not a, a, a Trump issue. This is an issue that could go years down the road where I'm sure it's already affected. There was many, 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 many times they could have banned Trump. And till this day, as of last week, it was the first time they did any type of ban on him. Right. But my point isn't when they did it. My point is the fact they're able to do it could affect things down the road. If you do, if you do something, if you cuss once, it's going to be easier to cuss the next time. If you ban somebody once, it's going to be easier to ban someone the next time. That's the point I'm trying to get to is I don't like that they're unregulated and they're able to do it. And the fact that they they were able to do it so easily this time, they're going to do it. The next time is going to be easier and easier and easier. And these see and to go to Joe's point, these money CEOs playing politician as puppets are going to be even in more control to to dictate what they want and that's all i was trying to get to the real the real issue with all of this going on is it, it goes back to i think the point that i made earlier in the podcast it, it, we can we can have two sides that want to be you know polar right and polar left and and going at it but you you have a significant portion of the community that i feel wants the truth and when you dub yourself as a, a news media outlet and you provide mm, things with a slant, there's a hint of truth, but it's a slant to fit your agenda or the people that are watching because you're trying to boost your ratings or, you know, manipulate how people think or vote or whatever. That's where we're running into problems. We don't have enough news media outlets that are neutral and they're just seeking the truth the problem is is they put everything out with a slant and it's and it's spinning this stuff way further out of control than what it has to be and i mean it's just i would just encourage everyone be a truth seeker you know hey you you sit and you watch fox news all day well, it, maybe it'd be a good idea to turn on like NBC once in a while just to see what, you know, other people are saying. And maybe you can find some overlapping facts between the two completely opposite media outlets and find, you know, maybe some real truth there. And that's that's the big issue when you start. I, I mean, it, it wouldn't matter if people were censored at that point because the media would hold people accountable for that. But if you have a, a section of the media that's for this, and then you have a section of the media that's against it, you, you're spinning things again and, and people are going to get more revved up and, and they just, they don't know what to think anymore. That that's the purpose of the media in the country. And they've, they failed us. 
the media has failed us. And I don't think there's enough of a, a realization of that. We, we go to them for news. We go to them for updates. Maybe you come to two fools podcast for news and updates. And, it, oh, you know, God, and I, I, I think, <laughs> I, I think we feel, yeah, I feel sorry for the person who comes up for like news and like try to get the latest updates. Oh God, I apologize. I, I, right. I mean, you know, like, the best source. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think I don't think any one of us three here necessarily are trying to push an agenda or dispense information with a slant. I think we're all trying to just seek the truth and know and understand what the truth of what's going on is, regardless of who's wrong. I, I mean, if Trump's wrong, yeah, dude. Throw the guy in prison. Get him out of office. I'm I'm fine with that. I don't I don't want crooked politicians around. But you know I would say the same thing about the other side. I don't want crooked politicians around. Uh, you know if if people are inciting riots or doing you know some of the things that you know people are being accused of and justly and there's proof of it. Yeah, we need to get rid of them. But the problem is is you have one section of the media that's going to spin it one way, and you got another section of the media that spins it a different way. And then what happens? water cooler talk happens and you, you got, you know, people spinning all kinds of things round and round. I mean, we, we kind of spin things around and round here amongst ourselves, but we're, I think, I think we're, we're genuinely doing it in a way to, we're, we're seeking, we're trying to seek the truth and kind of figure out like what the heck is going on in the world. Sure. Yeah. Agreed. I mean, I, I, I try not to spin away the people who try to believe my point. I try to give it another look at a different point and yeah, I respect everybody else's, disagreements or agreements per se i don't know it didn't sound like you respected me 10 minutes ago that's because you were wrong anyways going for it (laughs) (laughs) i i I agree with james sabri's wrong most of the time (laughs) there we go whoa that just tells me both of you are wrong all of the time uh we all agree we're wrong you know and as far as impeachment goes um i don't know if anything he said should have got him impeached for this particular moment but based on how he act like a total asshole the whole four years and the things he did i wouldn't mind seeing him eat some humble pie letting him let the world know that you can't get away with in everything just because of your position your power and your status so that would be pretty nice to see just to kind of be a warning to everybody that comes after him yeah, I, I don't think that's that. the right approach, though. I think actually, no, no, no. Nancy, I think Nancy isn't Pelosi, the right approach. I'm just telling you for what I would like to see. <laughs> I'm I'm telling you right now. This well, I'd is like to see uh, Mike Pence to invoke the 25th Amendment, but you know, yeah, that's what I'd like to see. No, come well, on. Well, he. I don't he, think, he, I think he, he chose, he chose not to. No. Oh, yeah, he, he had the right don't... to do it. He could. He could say he's mentally unstable and that would make him not president. But oh, he he just he decided not to. Four years ago. Yeah, I know, right? He decided not to though. You do not want, look, okay. You, you don't want them doing this. That that's just ridiculous. Okay. It's been 20 years or what? 25. Like the last impeachment that we had prior to Trump was Bill Clinton. Okay. And still a lot of people don't even understand why he was impeached that we don't, we don't want to be impeaching our president, the blue blue dress, just, we don't want to be <laughs> impeaching our president on whims. And the problem that Insert I have with white, with white dots, <laughs> the, the problem that I have Insert with this is it seemed like a bit of a witch hunt. It, it didn't seem like there was enough evidence for them to go after Trump with the, with the Russia thing. Um, there's a lot of people that disagree with that, that thought process with me. They think there was plenty and they should have impeached him and bounced him out of office. Okay, whatever. But I, I'm not going to argue that. I will argue, though, against this. So so they think Trump, based off of his comments, is inciting people to riot and topple the government, essentially, so that he can rule supreme. And, you, you know, I, I didn't gather that from what he was saying. And Nancy, I, I just feel like Nancy Pelosi is trying to grind an axe right now, a personal one against Trump. And and that I have issues with. We shouldn't have politicians bringing up articles of impeachment, you know, just on a whim because they want to get even with a guy or, or knock him down a peg. It doesn't make sense. We, we should be using impeachment for for what it's meant for, criminal activity by elected officials and that 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 wasn't a criminal activity is there any way this guy gets impeached uh 
what six days from now and they're gonna vote for it on monday right, uh, but it's a better yeah, shot than it was the first time around but i don't think it's gonna happen which is why i, I don't even care for the fact that he got impeached and whatnot i was hoping like said for the well, it's a total waste of time and tax dollars that i agree like like what was the point you have a new president coming into office in 10 days and you're you're bringing up impeachment articles against the the old president i mean talk about uh, remember these are the same people that are grandstanding talking about how we need to heal the nation and unify and bring people together what a better way to get that started than let's you know let's impeach the guy that was in office previously dude just let him get out of office send him off to pasture, you beat him in the election, fair and square, and let's see, you know, what you guys are going to do with your supermajority here. Let's see how much money you're going to spend and and how much more tax dollars you're going to waste. It's it's ridiculous. All right. Anybody have any final words? I think this is good uh, good points to... I, lo- to I love you guys. I just want to say that. <laughs> see? There you go. You just told me to storm the Capitol. What the heck? <laughs> I'm going to storm the Capitol. I'm not even wearing my good shoes. I'm going to storm the Capitol in my sandals. My The only thing I would say is just to reiterate what I said earlier. We are way more alike than what we are different. And if you vote Democrat or Republican or whatever, it, you, you cannot let that get in the way of you being a uh, first and foremost uh, an american and second of all treating one another with respect and as human beings i mean there there's nothing wrong with someone because they want to vote democrat or republican it's just it's silly i'll just say um to go on what you said is uh let's just create a third party and we'll call it the common sense party and um, (laughs) we'll just start uh building from there america America. Uh, Come on, you didn't say it. Both of us said it. You didn't say it. Come on. You're you're not a true American. There There you you go. go. All right. With that, good show, guys. Be safe, everybody. God bless America. (laughs) There you go. God bless America. Hey, have a safe week. Uh, Stay inside. Don't get COVID.